Assalamu alaikum everyone. Juma Mubarak to everyone of us. So today is another Friday. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Almighty Allah. It's worthy of being given thanks to. So on today's podcast, you all know that these two live discussions with me today. So on today's podcast, I'll be discussing a very important topic, which is Al-Amana. Now what is Al-Amana? Al-Amana is an Islamic word, which means trust. Yes, trust is firm belief that the ability of someone of doing something is very accurate. Alamana is the moral responsibility of fulfilling one's obligation due to Allah and Allah's slave has been what has been trusted. This is an important part of Islam. Yes. Alamana is the natural character of angels, the prophet, and the people of Taqwa. Now, why are the people of Taqwa? You want to ask me that, right? Now, the people of Taqwa are people of piety for Allah. That is, they have fear in Almighty Allah. Alamana is due to everyone. From the beginning, let us remember that Almighty Allah appointed Adam as the successor of this earth. It was a trust upon him unto all the mankind. Then Almighty Allah created us as individuals for worshipping him. He then became a trust upon us to lead the right path towards Islam. Alamana for leaders is for them to perform that dawah. Now what is dawah? Dawah is the education and preaching of Islam. Leaders are people meant to be followed, right? Yes. So they should give us what dawah, that is the educating and preaching of Islam, for us to walk in that footstep, not to protect the followers' rights. It's also alamana on the part of the ulama. Ulama are Islamic scholars, right? Yes. It's their own right to teach Islam to society. Our parents are also giving what alamana. They're entrusted, they're being entrusted to take care of us, the children, so not for them to provide education for us. Therefore, they're keeping the alamana with Almighty Allah. Alamana for an imam is to live a spiritual life, free of sin, to serve as an example to the congregation. When you are performing, are performing our daily duals or our Juma prayer, we follow a particular person known as Iman, following his direction, how he's putting his hair, how he's bowing his hair, his ruku, his suju, following that footstep. So that person should be able to live a world, a life full of peace, spiritual peace, no kind of any sin, so that we can follow in that footstep. Yes, no. There's also a lamana in the business life. That's very, very, very what, even important because in business, if you have all these kind of receipts or trying them kind of river, usri, things like that. So there used to be a lamana in this business life among partners for them to live a peaceful and Islamic life. Now, when we are able to perform our alamana, that's our choice. We should not forget our our what our taqwa. Now, what's our taqwa? Taqwa is the complete trust and reliance on Allah. For all our affairs, it's only possible through his involvement. Yes, it's an idea of doing your own best. All your necessary precautions have been taken, then you leave the rest to which person and to Almighty Allah's hands. Full tawakul in Allah and never falling in that trust will lead a person to a life of happiness. When it is sincere and pure, the believers do not suffer much because of what he knows Almighty Allah has his best interest in mind. Almighty Allah said in Surah Tunisa, verse 160, that if Allah should aid you, no one can overcome you. But if he should forsake you, who is there that can aid you after him? And upon Allah, let the believers rely. He also said in Surah to Iman, that is Imran, verse 159, it is said that when you have taken a decision, put your trust in Almighty Allah. Certainly, Allah loved those who put their trust in him. Now, all this um, tawakul and aman, amana, these are not just things that are said to, to be said with your mouth, that things you are meant to follow. And our prophets have already given us examples of these to follow. 
Now let's look into the story of Ibrahim. Now, Prophet Ibrahim, I left Salam. He was a man that um, uh, might allow to call it while before granting him the um, the prayer of a child. Now, do you remember that Prophet Ibrahim prayed to Almighty to Allah when his wife and him were getting to go to him the bed at home. That almost reached him in post. So he then supplicated to Almighty Allah, asking Almighty Allah to grant him a child and then making a promise. Now, after he had been granted the child, then Almighty Allah reminded him of his promise. As a good Muslim, he then followed that promise. Because of it, he decided to act on that promise. Almighty Allah was able to relieve him of all his pain by giving him back his child and making him to sacrifice a lamb instead. Now, this is because of what he has already fulfilled his amana, his trust to Almighty Allah. Then Almighty Allah was open throughout, as according to the principle of Sabakun. Now, let's look at it into the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu story. We all know Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi fought a lot of battles, right? Now, this particular battle, now the battle of Udain. Now, what's the battle of Udain? The battle between some people, very wicked people. Now, during that time, the, um, they just came to them surprisingly, like attacked the Muslims surprisingly. Prophet Muhammad did not have any kind of defense. Also, his followers were very out of weapon or anything to even guide them. So, what did they do? But Muhammad raised his hand to Almighty Allah. He said, Oh Lord, all praise and thanks be to you. I place my complaint before you, and it's only you for whom help and assistance ought to be sought. Then what happened? Angel Jibri came down and told Prophet Muhammad that he should not worry because he already recited a verse that was recited during Prophet Musa's time. During that time, that was the time of um, the evils of Firian, yes, the splitting of the sea. That was what happened. I was able to pass through the sea because I already put his trust onto Almighty Allah. Now, this is what I want Allah us to do. We should put our trust into Almighty Allah as Muslims for everything we are doing in our life, as Almighty Allah's involvement in it. And if we should not involve him, then how would that be possible? So, that's the end of today's podcast. I'll be having a thing or two. Bye. See you next time.